It's Rob Zakari. It's Rob Zakari show. We are uh, live. I'm trying to uh, set this. Uh, well, I was trying to wait for them to set this uh, uh, Periscope show on or, or whatever they're doing, but I don't know what the hell. I don't know why they 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 messed it up. I I don't know. It's it's like it's like. There's like constant problems over here. There's always, there's always constant problems. There is. If it's uh, if it's if it's not one thing, it's another. Um, let's see here. Uh, bear with me here. I'm just just calm down. Um, just calm down. Uh, uh, okay, there. That's it. That's all I'm doing, damn it. That's all I'm doing. Okay? That's all I'm doing. There, are we on? I don't even know if we're on. There we go. Alright, there. Oh my gosh. The camera always makes my... Stop! No, Go! There. Camera always... I think the camera makes... I always think the camera makes... Oh my... Why is it so close? Why is it so close? Alright. So, we are live. A lot of things going on this weekend. Um, Where to begin? I got the... I got all bunch of papers and... Uh, I got... Uh, what do I got? I got the... I got the emails. I got uh, notes. I got emails. I got notes. I got uh, things of that nature. And then I was getting a notification uh, that my um, Facebook has been disconnected from Spreaker. I have no idea why. I have no idea why. I'm going to have to ask um, my, uh, I hate to say producer because everybody uses that term. But my uh, assistant, let's just use the assistant word, why this is happening. So if you're not getting the Facebook feed, uh, I, I don't know what to tell you. We'll have to fix that. All right, where do we want to begin? Uh, the, God, there, I, there's just so much stuff. And the only thing anybody's still covering is um, grab him by the pussy. <laughs> That's all anybody's. Covering, grab him by the pussy. That's it. Then there's a ton of stuff to talk about. You got these uh, Robert O'Keefe videos, which uh, uh, Fox is not covering, uh, CNN, MSNBC, none of them are talking about it. Um, you got uh, more WikiLeaks. Uh, drops nobody's covering you even got the whole um, WikiLeak connection being disconnected I would have thought that would have gotten coverage now I, I know libs and people that are not Republican or also the never Trumpers will say well this stuff got covered listen there's a difference between something being covered so you could say we covered it and then there's being covered. 
grab him by the pussy, was covered. All right? I think they counted something like 400 times that video was played. I think it was something like 400 times that video was played. That's coverage. Okay? That's coverage. Not some two-minute segment by Hack Tapper or Anderson Cooper where he has that real serious look on his face. You know, that look. When he's contemplating the ball drop with Kathy Griffith and discussing her breasts. You know, that that look. Grab him by the pussy. 400 times. But journalists, or so-called journalists, calling themselves hacks, actually admitting, admitting, I am a hack, gets no coverage. And yet, uh, Donald Trump's crazy... The, the 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 system's not rigged. Anybody believes that cuckoo cabanas? They must be listening to Alex Jones and yada yada yada. And when you have Politico, you know Politico is a, a big deal. In the political world. The New York Times is a big deal in the political world. When you have these two media organizations that have reporters. And not low-level jerk-off reporters. But like serious, high-level, like they run department reporters saying, I am a hack. I am just ashamed. I am a hack. Then, yeah. Yeah. The system is rigged. Now, let's discuss this. Okay? Let's discuss this. Because as you see from this weekend, and it started through the week. I mean, it wasn't just this weekend. But this weekend, it's come to like this crescendo of um, outlets, even conservative outlets, saying how dangerous it is for Trump to talk about a rigged system and a rigged election. How dangerous it is for him to qua- to, 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 to call in the legitimacy of how we conduct our political system. There's conservative talk hosts. Rather, it's unhealthy Megan McCain or Michael Medved who act as if this is some Illuminati conspiracy. As if it's completely crazy to talk about a rigged election
I mean, think about this. All right, think about this. And 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 you got to understand the reason the media, the reason the left and the right are pushing back against this is because they know this system is rigged. They are part of the rigged system. Remember, we talked about this before. If all these people really wanted to do good, there'd be term limits. There would be no rigged system with term limits because there wouldn't be careers in doing politics. You'd be in, you'd be out. You'd be in, make a difference, make a change, you get out. Not about keeping everything the same, not rocking the boat. So all these people don't want the boat rocked. This isn't some Illuminati. This this isn't some Freemason thing. This is a very fragile system that after 2000, it was exposed as being extremely extremely flawed we've talked about it on this show before you would think you would think after an election where every vote is supposed to count somebody who gets a half a million votes more than the other person and loses you would think after that everybody would have gotten together and said okay okay we we figured out that if you buy up all the raffle tickets and pay the dollar per raffle ticket there's absolutely no way you can lose because you will win the grand prize you will win second. Pro- you would think that after Gore lost, now I, regardless if you're on the left or on you're on the right, the whole one vote, one person, democracy wins, is not the case. And it was the first time in our history. I think it's the first time in any political history. Now I know. We have the Electoral College. But, again, the Electoral College has always jived with the popular vote. So nobody's ever said, oh, this is kind of a effed up system. Nobody's ever done that. And normally, when something goes on like that, when the flaw is exposed... People change it. When that system is exposed and somebody wins all the prizes, the people get together and go, oh man, that was kind of messed up. We can't let that happen again. So after the 2000 election, when you sat there and you looked at the papers and you went, 
So the guy that got more votes lost? Um, We got to fix that. But we didn't. We just kind of pretended it didn't happen or that's the system. No need to fix it. It was an anomaly. So questioning the great United States of America. And again, I'm not bashing America. I love America. The United States is the greatest country in the world. And I truly believe that. But it's extremely important for us to keep this level of we are the greatest, our democracy is the greatest, you can never question our democracy, you can never question our press, you can never question our systems, you can never ever question these things. Can't do it. Can't do it. And when we go to other countries and we wave our finger at them and go, Your system sucks. You need to be more like us. Your press sucks. You need to be more like us. And when our system gets exposed as being just as effed up as third world country systems, the powers that be, that structure that keeps it all together, they freak out. They freak out. I mean, think about this. Think about this. Since 1980, since 1980, with the exception of these past eight years, and I know this might offend a lot of people, and if I was on terrestrial radio, a cumulus station, might get suspended, but I'm going to say it anyways. Aside from these last eight token years, and that's what I call Obama, a token, we've had a Bush or a Clinton in the White House since 1980. Remember, Ronald Reagan's vice president was George Bush. So there was a Bush in the White House starting in 1980. How do you say to another country that we have this great democracy and We have this system that is in place to prevent monarchs or dynasties or or kings or whatever you want to call it. When they can look going back from 1980 to now and say there's always been a Bush or a Clinton. And if Hillary wins... Bill Clinton is back in the White House. 
Remember, we described how this process works in the sense of a first lady has a whole bunch of duties. Look at Hillary Clinton. I'm not baking cookies. I'm not doing... Okay, well, she's doing the child health care. She's trying to do Hillary care. She's doing all this stuff. Michelle Obama, she's doing this. Get fat kids to lose weight. So the first lady's a big deal. Bill Clinton will be back in the White House doing something. Being visible. So here you have all these foreign countries that we lecture on a regular basis. And we tell them how awesome our system is. And here they're looking at Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, George Bush, George Bush Jr., Bill Clinton. I mean, it's, it's like, well... Who runs America? A Bush or a Clinton? And then the token. Like I told you back in 2000. That was strategic to have Obama. That was strategic. Because if the powers that be... And again, it's not an Illuminati. A lot of it is corporate media. And that's legitimate. That's legitimate to say corporations control the media and in turn, they they have a role in picking the president. It's completely legitimate. Especially, listen, That's always been the conspiracy before. That's always been the, oh, you're just a conspiracy kook. But with all these WikiLeaks, these conspiracy kooks, as we're called, are being proven that we're not conspiracy kooks. Now, granted, if you believe in chemtrails and a bunch of goofy stuff like that, then you're a conspiracy kook. But if you believe... In corporations controlling the media. And certain people who control those corporations that control the media. Have a hand in picking the president. That's not being a conspiracy kook. When you're looking at a WikiLeaks drop. And John Podesta. Is basically lining up the who's who. Of the media to come to his home to basically discuss strategies. To basically discuss, I mean, why why else would you be having an off-the-record party of parties with people from CNN, NBC, MSNBC, BuzzFeed, Huffington Post, New York Times... And every single one of these people have been implicated in these email hacks as being part of this system. So 
So if the media wanted to take down Obama in 2000, or in uh, 2000, in 2008, they would have took him down. Rather, it's him showing off his hard-on on an airplane, his middle name, which people think is not a big deal, his roots going back to Kenya to a Muslim fan. I mean, all of those things, if the media wanted to destroy him, all of those things could have destroyed him. All of those things could have destroyed him. The media has destroyed people with far less. With far less. Imagine what the media could... I mean, I mean it's, it's stunning. Stunning. But it was a feel-good moment. We've talked about this. It was the, hey, this will purge all of your racist sins. This will purge that white guilt. This will purge that white privilege. This will purge any time you've ever said or laughed at racial humor. You pull that lever for Barack Hussein Obama and all of those sins, poof, will be gone. You can start fresh. And that's what people did. It was the feel-good moment. It was like Bat Kid. Because if you're talking about being qualified, if you're talking about having a qualified president, a qual- somebody who's qualified, the most qualified, Obama was the furthest from being qualified. I mean, th- what qualifications? What, I mean, he ran. He technically ran against somebody that you could have touted as being the most qualified person to ever run for office. John McCain was so. I mean, military. When you talk about military, over the top qualified. Talking about. Knowing how the government works, the ins and outs. What, a 20-year senator, however long? He, I mean, talk about qualified. It was the feel-good moment. And you know when we all talk about what have uh, the Democrat Party done for black folk? What have they done for black folk? What, where, where have they gotten anything? Their jobs, uh, the crime in Chicago and other places. We, we talk about that all the time. But the one thing nobody says is they got Obama. 
what the Democrats say behind closed doors. So when you hear the Republican Party, when you hear Donald Trump, when you hear some of the pundits like the Hannity's say, look at the unemployment rate, look, 100% right. But what you don't hear is behind closed doors, the Democrats saying to the black folk, to those black leaders that have influence in those churches, in those communities, hey, hey, maybe you don't have the jobs that you should. Yes, we know in the Latino community in this past year, They've gotten more jobs. Stats, they've come out. Obama's touted them. The jobs for Latinos are the most of all minorities. Their average medium household incomes have risen more than any other minorities. All of those things have eclipsed black folk in the black communities but the one thing and the most important thing that they got and the democrats can say to them mic drop top it we gave you Obama we gave you Obama those 80 and 90 year old black women who we all saw Back in 2008, tears running down their eyes, saying when we had no rights to to vote, when we we couldn't get drink water out of a fountain, when we had to ride in the back of the bus. Never, ever did we think we would ever be able to see a black president. And oh my God, we got a black president. That is what the Democrats gave the black folk. And that's more powerful than jobs. That's more powerful than reducing crime in their communities. That's more powerful. Hell, that's more powerful than white police officers killing unarmed black men. They got Obama. They got Obama. And that's what the media says behind closed doors. That's what the media says behind closed doors. Because if they never got Obama, there would be some serious uprising. Serious uprising. If there was no Obama and those stats came out that this past year, the Latino community has outpaced the black community in jobs and education and and, uh, household incomes, they'd be like, whoa. But they got Obama. They got Michelle Obama. They got the Obama kids. So, since 1980, aside from the eight-year token, 
that the media and the corporate machines gave to black folk and white folk to make them feel good, there's been a Clinton and a Bush in the White House. I mean, out of all the Democrats, out of all the Republicans, the only ones that are qualified, that are honorable, that are intelligent, are a Clinton and a Bush? Come on. So if you put that, just just that, Look, I I mean, imagine if Hillary wins, all of these world leaders say Putin. You know, we laugh at Putin or we laugh at Russia and go, so you guys had Putin for eight years and then they have an election and you got this Dmitriya Metryov or whatever his name is. But yet, Putin is still like the vice president, so you still see Putin. And then after that guy's terms up, he is voted out, and Putin gets, and now it's back to Putin. And we and we mock them. Oh, that's not democracy. That. So now all these world leaders are going to be like, "Oh, hello, President Clinton." Hi. Oh, and hello, first man, former President Clinton. Hmm. This is kind of, well, not American. This is kind of not American. I mean, Hillary's going to be meeting with... World leaders. If she becomes president, she's going to be meeting with world leaders with Bill Clinton on her arm. So you got world leaders. They're going to be like, oh, hey, I, hey, how you doing? Cool. These world leaders have been giving the Clintons money for the last eight, ten years. So you see why people like Brian Seltzer at CNN, along with every other liberal, along with every other establishment Republican, are freaking out so much? Because before you were able to dismiss this as kookiness, crazies, conspiracy kooks, nut jobs. Well, now you can't. Now you can't. And when Trump says it's a rigged election, it's all rigged. The first thing everybody says is, you can't rig the polls. But but that's just a small equation. Uh, that's a small equation. 
Listen, when Hillary ran against Bernie, don't you understand the concept of a rigged system applies to when the media says, right now, Hillary Clinton is beating Bernie Sanders, XYZ, and when you add in the superdelegates, she's only XYZ away from clinching the nomination. And even if Bernie Sanders wins the remaining 15 states and he wins those states with an average of 60% of the vote, he still will lose based on super delegates that's a rigged system if you're playing a game and ultimately that game is going to be flipped over or the computer console is going to be unplugged If you win, then it's a rigged system. When you have CNN employees, which Donna Brazil is, I mean, you notice she hasn't been around. You notice they're they're just, just vanished. When you have CNN employees talking to the Clinton camp and telling them things that are going to happen during a debate, that's a rigged system. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. And when you have CNN and people like this Brian Stetzer doing stories to push back, going out of their way to push back, That's a rigged system. It's a rigged system. So you have the appearance of a dynasty. You have the appearance Of a Bush or a Clinton controlling the government for close to 40 years. 
Now you think about that. Think about that. If Hillary Clinton is elected, when it's time for her re-election, a Clinton or a Bush will have been in the White House with the exception of eight years for the last 32 years. How is that not a rigged system? How is that not a rigged system? How is that not a rigged system? Now, pre-Trump, nobody's ever really worried about this. Because in 2000, nobody questioned the results of that election... Nobody questioned the outcome. It was just kind of like, oh, well, it is what it is. You know, hey, I'm patriotic and I love my country and I respect the outcome. And yeah, it was just quietly. But here's Trump saying, guys. It's rigged. And here's all the evidence. Here's this email. Here's this situation. So now, as he's saying this, and you have people like me and others that are not part of the Alex Jones world not part of the chemtrail world but actually part of a logic world where you go wait a minute look at 1980 you have a bush you have a bush you have a bush in the White House starting in 80 and if Hillary wins you have a Clinton Her re-election will be 40 years. And 32 of the 40 years, a Bush or a Clinton have been inside that White House. And if you want, if you want to throw in the fact that Hillary was Secretary of State for the four years of Obama, you could say, That for 36 years, you've had a Clinton or a Bush inside that White House in a position of importance. Remember, when Reagan got shot, technically, George was the president for, I don't know, a day. I mean, he was the heartbeat away from the presidency. 
I know we look at vice president as being just a jerk-off job, uh, but it still has power. And the Bush-Clinton connection started in 1980. So you put that here. You now... You now put all these leaks coming out. He put all these leaks coming out. All these reporters... I mean, this is a gr- this is a great WikiLeaks story. This, I mean, it, it, this was an amazing WikiLeaks story about a John Podesta party that has everybody from CNN. I mean, everybody, CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS. I mean, the who's who of the media world. That's a rigged system. That is a rigged system. When you have ABC... And it consists of Stepanopoulos, David Muir, Diane Sawyer, Cecily Vega. When you have NBC or CBS, Nora O'Donnell, CNN, Brianna Keeler, Gloria Borger, John Berman, Kate Baldwin. I, Jesus H. MSNBC, Alec Wagner. Rachel Maddow, trying. NBC, Savannah Guntry. I mean... (laughs) Yeah, the system is rigged. The system is rigged. It's something that everybody's known, but there was never proof... Because the media was able to go, ah, you're crazy. And when you add this, when you add this to a 36-year dynasty, our country doesn't seem to be this bastion of democracy that every country around the world has to follow. When you add a 36-year monopoly involving a Clinton and a Bush, you then sprinkle in 2000 with a, you're the president, even though the will of the people said, this guy's the president. Some foreigner in another country, they go, how does that work? Oh, well, they have uh, an electoral college. Oh, but if it, uh, I know that's my Indian voice, but whatever. But, but if it messed up this time, why don't they fix it? Uh, shh, don't worry about it. So you take a 36-year Clinton-Bush 
dynasty, which is no different than what goes on in Saudi Arabia. It's no different than what goes on in Russia. And when people go, yeah, Russia, yeah, they'll put, they put people, they put journalists to death, and Putin, Putin will, will, will kill anybody who goes against the government. Well, not for nothing, but we just do it a, a little more humanely. We do it a little more sophisticated, but when you have. Every single major news outlet in cahoots with the Democrat Party, how are we really different than Russia or Saudi Arabia? I mean, again, don't give me this, oh, well, we don't do this. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. In the big picture. How are we really different? When one political party. Controls the flow of information. To all of its citizens. And any of the information that comes. From alternate sources. Is demonized. So if that information comes. From a source that's not NBC or CBS or ABC. They're instantly labeled a far right website. A conspiracy website. They're instantly dismissed. They're dismissed as as, as not believable because... The information goes against the narrative of ABC, NBC, CBS, New York Times, Washington Post, BuzzFeed, Politico. So in the grand picture of things, how are we really any different than a China or a Russia or a Saudi Arabia. How are we really any different? In a larger picture, abstract type of way. I know we could get into, well, in this case, they, 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 this political descendant is imprisoned. I'm not stupid. I understand that. But in that bigger picture, if you have the entire media information highway meeting at the Clintons or John Podesta's house, isn't that very Russian, China-style controlling the media? Hey, I mean, come on. Just from CNN alone. Brianna Keeler, David Chalian, Gloria Borger, Jeff Zelny, John Berman, 
Kate Baldwin, Mark Preston, Sam Feist, The Daily Beast, Jackie Kunich, Huffington Post, Whitney Snyder, MSNBC, Alex Wagner, Beth Fournier, Phil Griffin, Rachel Maddow, Rachel Roxon, The New Yorker, Ryan Eliza, The New York Times, Pat Healy, Maggie Heberman, Jonathan Martin, Gail Collins, Amy Chazik, Politico, Glenn Threst, Mike Allen, I mean, this is the information superhighway. This is the information superhighway. And you're going to say the system is not rigged? Are you kidding me? I mean, Glenn Thrust, okay? Glenn Thrust, he is... The main guy at Politico. Okay? The main guy at Politico. He is somebody that MSNBC, uh, NBC, CNN, they will reference Glenn Thrust articles. They will reference Glenn Thrust as a source. And here's Glenn Thrust. Listen to this. This is Glenn Thrust doing an article on Hillary Clinton's fundraising operation. And he says to John Podesta, because I have become a hack, I will send you the whole section That pertains to you. Please. Please. Do not share or tell anyone. I did this. And then later asks Podesta. Did I F anything up? And Podesta says, no problems here. How is that not part of a rigged system? How is that not part of a rigged system? And when liberals say, well, you can't point to an isolated incident, rather it's this, or it's Donna Brazil at CNN. You can't point to these isolated incidents. John Harwood at MSNBC. You can't point to these three isolated incidents and say, well, the system is rigged. And yet, you're able to go to isolated incidences 
involving Donald Trump and say, well, he's a sexual predator. He's a rapist. For every single incident that some girl has come out and said, Donald Trump raped me. Donald Trump did this. Donald Trump that. And that contributes to the narrative that Trump is a rapist and uh, a sex offender and all these things. You could do the exact same thing with the rigged political system. Because if there's seven or ten women that have come out and that fuels the narrative that Trump is a rapist and he's a monster, then you can easily, easily pick out ten media types like Glenn Thrush. That show that they're in cahoots with the Democrats, with Hillary Clinton, that fuel the narrative that the system is rigged. You can't do one with Trump and then dismiss the Glenn Thrushes as just an anomaly. Can't do that. You absolutely can't do that. Right now, without even trying, you got Glenn Thrush, you got John Harwood, you got Donna Brazil, and that's without even trying. But how the hell? Does Glenn Thrush, how does he ever, how, how does he ever show his face, not just in public, not just in public, but just, I, I you know, I don't know. I mean, what Glenn Thrush did, as far as I'm concerned, is equivalent to being caught masturbating. Seriously. Like, being caught masturbating by your entire class. Seriously, that's the equivalent. Having sex with a dog. Pfft. I'm just I'm just throwing in the most just over the top crazy things. But if you're a journalist and you're a political journalist that prides yourself on not being in the tank for either party. How do you show your face when you've been caught? Like, how How do you, how, how, what do you do? I mean, Glenn Thrush at Politico 
has lost every morsel of respect and any real ability to do his job properly. By him saying to Hillary Clinton's campaign manager, I have become a hack. I have become a hack. So I will send you the whole section that pertains to you. Please don't tell anybody. Please don't tell anybody. And you're going to say the system is not rigged? Really? Like, really? You, You honestly... You honestly... You honestly... Can look people in the eyes... With this type of information... Coming out... And saying... I am a hack... I am a hack. So I will send you the article I wrote about you and your campaign. Please don't tell anybody that I'm a hack. Without even trying. What about Univision? What about Univision? Haim Sabin. The chairman of Univision. Univision. Jorge Ramos. The guy that interrupted Trump's press conference and got thrown out. Now, if the Hispanic vote is important and is the key to winning the presidency, For either side. And the owner. Of Univision. Which is. I. Maybe this. I mean it's debatable. Who's bigger? Univision or Telemundo? But if. The Hispanic vote is the key to winning any presidential election. And either the number one or two Spanish network is in the tank for the Democrats... How is the system not rigged? How is the system not rigged? How is 
And in these Podesta emails, it shows direct communication with a Haim Sabin spokesman, somebody that's the go-between, and John Podesta. And when these emails get leaked, the audacity by the Univision people, by the Haim Sabin people, is to say this. Haim Sabin has been a supporter of Hillary uh, uh, Clinton um, separate. And way before his involvement with Univision. And that has played zero factor in Univision's coverage on this campaign. Zero. Absolute zero. I mean, they, they actually say... They actually say, I have nothing to do with it. I never tell our news department what to cover. And people go, oh, see, there. You, hey, you have no evidence. No evidence. No evidence. But yet you have these emails where, where you have... Haim Sabin representatives saying to Podesta, Haim thinks we are uh, uh, underreacting to the Trump Hispanics. He thinks we can get something by standing up for Latinos uh, and attacking Republicans for not condemning. So here's Haim having... Conversations with Podesta. Podesta's telling other people in the Clinton camp, Haim thinks. Haim thinks we should be doing this. Haim thinks we should be doing that. And yet, the Univision people and other individuals say, Hey, Listen, he has no influence over what Univision does. Oh, for F's sake. This system's not rigged. You're all crazy. I mean, you could go through a list. Rather, it's Haim Sabin. Univision. Harwood, CNBC, New York Times, Maggie Haberman, New York Times and Politico. She's always on MSNBC. She's always on Chris Matthews. John Harris. 
Politico. I mean, John Harris and and, and Glenn Thross, there, those are the two guys at Politico. They run Politico. That's their site. And remember, Thrust is already saying, I'm a hack. Here it is. So when somebody tells you, when somebody tells you, oh, come on, this rigged system, they're not no right. People aren't going to be. Uh, stuffing ballot boxes. What are you kidding me? It's not about ballot boxes. Stop. It's not about ballot boxes. It's way deeper than that. It's controlling the media. Controlling the media and when somebody goes, well, what about Fox? What do you mean about Fox? What about Fox? It's already also been proven that Heat Street, that's a blog. It's a conservative blog. Louise Mensch, M-E-N-S-C-H, world's worst name, Mensch. She's part of the Murdoch Empire. Heat Street is a Murdoch blog. Murdoch is Fox News. We've always said Murdoch is not a uh, conservative. The executives at Fox News aren't conservative. Hannity's the only hardcore conservative. This mensch. This mensch is wanting to do commercials for Hillary Clinton. She's the editor-in-chief of a conservative blog. That's owned by Rupert Murdoch. And she's caught with emails. Putting forth campaign advertisement scripts. Talking about her love for Hillary Clinton. I mean, mean, it's just astonishing. It really is. It's just astonishing. And that's why the left is terrified. That's why the media is terrified. That's why the establishment Republicans are terrified. That's why they're all terrified. Because there used to just be talk. And you could basically... Flick it away. Because it's just a bunch of crazy anarchists. Ah, they're all a bunch of, you know, peep the frog, Pepe the frog lovers. Bunch of 
uh, alt-righters, a bunch of Nazis. A bu- but they can't do it anymore. Now, granted, if they don't cover it, then to the low-information voter, it didn't happen. To the low-information voter, when they turn on CNN and none of these stories are covered, then they don't know what happened. And I always use my old man as an example. My old man has no idea about Politico. He has no idea about Glenn Trost. He sees him on MSNBC. He sees him on television. He hears MSNBC talking about him. He he hears Chris Hayes talking about him. And if I go dead, you know that guy that Chris Hayes is talking about? As this great source and this great story. Yeah. You know, he was caught writing emails to uh, the Hillary campaign. Calling himself a hack. What? I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I, uh. And then it takes 25 minutes to explain to, to a 79-year-old man the, the Glenn Thrust story. And five minutes in, he's already tuned it out. He's already out. He's already like, oh, okay. So the low-information voter doesn't hear any of this stuff. But at least millions and millions and millions and millions of people that have been talking about this are now vindicated. At least all of us that have been talking about how the media is in the bag for the Democrats. How they are nothing more than an extension of the Democrat Party. How the system is rigged. Starting in 1980 all the way now to 2016. It's gotten progressively worse. At least now, when everyone on the left, rather they're on the internet, they're 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 the little egg trolls, whoever, and they they basically go, oh, you're you're just you're you're just a bunch of nut jobs, you're just a bunch of chemtrail conspiracy wackos. No. No, here's evidence. Here's evidence. And it doesn't matter if it, it... Listen, it doesn't matter if it's Trump. Could be Rubio. Could be Mitt Romney 3.0. I don't care. But at least we've all been... We've been vindicated. When you're reading emails of Glenn Tross going, I'm a hack... I'm a hack. Please don't tell anybody I'm a hack. Please, John Podesta, don't tell anybody that Politico is a shill, that we are nothing more than an extension of what you want us to say. There's smoking. There, there's the bloody glove, okay? There, there's a bloody glove. 
And the glove fits. Okay? The glove fits. The bloody glove fits. Guilty. Absolutely guilty. Absolutely. Again, that's why the uh, uh, Brian Seltzer's on CNN, even the Bill Mars. Oh, oh, we're just, you know, we're really nervous about what happens after the election. If Hillary wins, what's going to happen? Oh, no. What's good? Why? What? You've been exposed? You've been exposed? It's like you were caught cheating. And your wife caught you at the mall or something and she gave you a look and she just stormed off. And now you're sitting there going, oh, Jesus, I got to go home now. What's going to happen when I go home? Oh, no. Oh, God, no. That dread. That's how the left is now. They're like, we've been exposed. The only thing positive I could say about Saturday Night Live, and I don't mean to go off into a, 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 a little roadmap turn here, but but the one thing that I will say positive, and they get it. They actually get it. On the weekend update, when they showed the picture of Bill Clinton, and they said uh, Bill Clinton calling uh, all the Trump supporters um, rednecks. And they said, listen, uh, this is no good. And of course, I'm paraphrasing, but they basically said this is no good. Because after the election, and if we go to war with Russia, the people that are going to be fighting the Russians are those rednecks. Because that's who you want fighting. Not the liberal hipster douchebags that are living in their mommy and daddy's basement talking about safe spaces. It's those people in the red states that you go, you know what? I'm glad they're fighting on our side. But here's the thing. And it's why the left is getting freaked. Because now those people are going to say, why should we fight for you? Why should we do anything for this half of the country? When you couldn't even respect us enough To beat us fair and square. You couldn't beat us fair and square. Fine. You want to beat us? Beat us. Be the better person. Be the better candidate. But when you rig the system from the beginning, it doesn't matter if it was Trump. It doesn't matter if it was Romney 3.0. It doesn't matter if it was Ted Cruz doesn't matter if it was Jesus Christ himself. If if it was Jesus Christ himself and he came off the cross 
and he ran in the Republican Party. The Democrats would have buried him. They said, ah, this guy is, this guy is a bum. They'd be like, what have you done with your lie? He's been not, he never had a job. Got a bunch of loser friends. They don't have jobs. They're a bunch of con men. Talking about changing, changing water to wine. Bunch of, F them. I mean, the Democrats would have, they, they would have, they would have made Jesus a, a, a philandering con man. <laughs> you name it. So when Bill Maher looks at the camera and goes, oh, I'm just, you know, what's going to happen I'm nervous about after election. Yeah. Because you've all been exposed. You've all been exposed. You've all been exposed. No more calling us crazy. We're no longer the girl on the train. We're no longer the person that blacks out when we come to... We're being told, you know what you did last night? You raped this person. You molested that person. You had sex with the dog. And we're like, oh, man, okay. We're no longer that person. When we're like, you know, the media is corrupt. What are you, stupid? Okay, I yes, I am stupid. No. No. So now... When the left goes, hey, everybody, we got to work together. No, no, we don't. No, we don't. No, that's your president. It's not our president. You picked that woman, not us. Well, it's democ. You can't undermine our democracy. You already undermined the democracy. You've been undermining democracy since 1980. Bush, vice president. Bush, president. Clinton, president. Bush, president. Obama, president. There's the token. Clinton, secretary of state. Back to maybe... Clinton president, former president, first man, co-president. I mean, you've been doing it since 1980. Media's corrupt. No, they're not. Media's in a tank for Democrats. Hi, I'm Glenn Thrust. I'm a hack. Hi, I'm CNN. Hi, I'm CBS. Hi, I'm NBC. Hi. We are representing every media branch. Print, internet, TV, and we're all going to John Podesta's house. Okay. You've been undermining our democracy year after year after year. And now... You're scared. Now, you're frightened. 
that those people you've been abusing year after year after year after year are now fed up. And they're saying, enough, no more. You've abused us for the last time. It's over. We're not doing it. We're not doing it. And I've said this before. Imagine. Just just imagine this for a minute. If you had thousands of people in each of these states doing a Democracy Matters or some other catchy phrase and every weekend going out marching blocking streets just on the weekend because you got to work during the weekday can't be like Black Lives Matter totally and have no job have no purpose and it's just to create anarchy and help Democrats win I'm actually talking about something more organized and more responsible because we do have to work and make money but what if every single weekend thousands and thousands and thousands of people from each of these states protested caused traffic jams made the left's life miserable imagine that imagine imagine if you had a black lives matter style protest every saturday and sunday And that's what the left is freaking out about. That's the left is freaking out about. Man, the rumors that Trump's son-in-law was meeting with executives, which I've been saying from day one a year ago, about creating a cable channel, would actually give a voice and an outlet to millions and millions and millions of people. That's what the left is freaking out about. For millions and millions and millions of people to say, Hillary Clinton, you are not a legitimate president. You're not. You are not. You are a paper president. You've heard of a paper champion? The boxing term for someone who's given the championship. They never earned it. They never won it. They were given it. 
And subsequently, every single fight they ever have after are hand-picked. They're chumps. It's a paper champion. That's what Hillary Clinton is. She's a possibly a paper president. Because I don't think it's over yet. We could have one of the greatest comebacks of all time. And that's the other thing the left is terrified about. So just remember, the more these emails come out, the more, the more we've been proven beyond a shadow of a doubt That there is collusion between these media companies and the Democrats. It's the Rob Zakari Show. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I want to talk about uh, the uh, North Carolina uh, firebombing that nobody really knows about. So we'll be right back. Don't go away. It's Rob Zakari Show. Don't forget, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Uh, follow us on iTunes. Follow us on iHeartRadio. Go. 